Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. So after last episode, I think we mentioned that we were going to the gym to hoop, right? Because y'all had a little beef. The three of y'all at the table. I'm gonna take a step back no, because no, no, no. I ain't no three of y'all. You were in that. I was in the beef, but I, I mean, I can't back it up because I'm officially retired from basketball. So no, I, I mean, I wasn't. Wait, 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 wait. Not yet. He's trying to come out of retirement. Oh, I am trying to come out of retirement. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go through all the, the process of getting my shoulders back strong and good, stuff. So, good. Why do you stop wearing those shoulder straps? Because I wasn't putting them on right, but now I know how to put them on. So Tuesday when we go to the gym. I'm putting them on right. It, it, I could go deep into it, but we're not going to. I wasn't putting them on <laughs> right. See, okay. I can see how that would happen. It's a shoulder thing. You yeah. put it on by yourself. Um, <laughs> But when we went to <laughs> when we went to the gym, we ran into Luke, right? Or Lucas. Luke, Lucas. Just a fan of the show. And the first thing he said when he saw me and Mike was like, oh, shit, I watch y'all podcast every time I come out and I've been putting my friends on. That's what we need y'all to do. We, we had a period of time where everybody was sitting us up like, yo, I put my friend on. I put my cousin on. Keep putting people on the show because it's just the best basketball podcast in the world. So shout out to Lucas. Shout out to Ben, his homie from university that he put on the show. Shout out to all of y'all that's keeping up with us. But just keep sharing the show. It makes us bigger. It makes us better. Just put us on the TV. So so all the cousins, all the uncles, everybody can see. (laughs) No, be realistic. Don't, don't, don't. don't (laughs) But people did do that because I think we said that for Thanksgiving or Christmas or something. People People were were tweeting us. People did, but I don't want people to. That's just. Put people on that's actually going to watch it. Right. If you put your auntie, you know. If you and your homie, if you and your homie are debating about basketball and you know that he likes hoops, tell him about Through the Wire. Watch. That means watch the show. That don't mean come and ask me what I think about y'all debate. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people be hitting me up. My friend thinks LaMarcus Aldridge is better than Rudy Gobert. (laughs) I think Rudy is better because of 2.3 blocks he gets. (laughs) What's your take? I'm going to be like. Emoji. Give me Rudy. Um, another thing is somebody, and I don't. I'm not gonna call them out personally, but somebody DM me yesterday. I, it was like in the middle of the night. I woke up this morning to it. It was just weird, mm-hmm. and it was a screenshot of a page, and it says that Derek follows it, and I was just like, why is he sent? Then I saw what the page was, and I don't care. So I just wanted to let people know, please, when it comes to these three gentlemen, don't send me any screenshots of what they follow. I don't care if it's, if you go on Mike Instagram and all he follow is porn stars. That's his business. He's a grown-ass man. I don't care. I know we get up on here and we joke on each other, but that's just because we're in the midst of a show and we're just together. Ha, ha, ha. Derek said Portland had a big three with Wesley back. Ha, 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 ha. But outside of that, I'm not looking on any social media like, oh, what is Mike and Derek doing or what is Contrell following? I don't care. I literally don't. And I personally think that's weird. Somebody had DM me one time a screenshot of, of, of my Instagram on um the 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 what do you call it? It's some shit that I don't even look at, but it tells you what other people are doing. The activity page. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah. He sent me a screenshot of me because I like three different models back to back to back because they were my. And he screenshot in Instagram. He's supposed to like pictures. That's right. what it's for, right? That's he sent what me a screenshot talking about chill. Why? Chill what? <laughs> Stop liking girls' pictures. I don't. I don't know what hey, shit you into, but we obviously ain't on the same. Page. I just showed you your good follow. I hate people that follow but don't like the pictures. I know people that are comment on a picture before they like it. I like, bro, know, just hit the like. Who spends their time on the activity shit looking at what other people yeah, are doing? I that is yeah. weird as hell. 
That is so weird. Why are you looking at what I am liking and not liking it as well? Like, why are you just like I don't understand? Just like just like my pictures and yeah, we fine. Just chill out. Just don't like worry my about what the hell fine. I'm doing because I'm grown. Same thing with these other three. I don't give a damn what they like and who they talking to or what else they doing. If it don't involve me, I'm grown. I don't need a twelve year old telling me to chill. On liking pictures of Cat the Air in his ass. <laughs> it's a big ass. It's a big ass butt. I had liked one of Mia Khalifa's pictures, and somebody had a comment and said, I see you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, like what are you doing? You a freak. Let's get into some hoops, though. I mean, is that what we came here for? I, uh, I want, might as well just talk I, about At this it. time in the season. I want to talk about the Kardashians later this episode. See, I can't. I'm gonna have to yeah, sit that one out. Yeah, I'm gonna sit that one out. You but that's never seen a Kardashian episode. I swear to God, I have not. No. I, I could put that on everything that I own. I have never you seen an episode of the Kardashians. I was watching last year. I mean, last year, last night with a, with a young lady. I wasn't watching about choice, but okay. it, it was it was actually. But sad. we have been in hotel rooms that yep. you put it on. Exactly. That was the only time I was like watching it, just because it was in the room. Can I ask y'all a question? What else is on TV? Futurama was on the whole time we were in New York, so that was kind of that was the move for us on, in, in, in the room that we were in. But okay, let's get to hoops talk, and uh, not a lot of news, but I guess we could talk about the idea that potentially Jenny Buss was thinking about. Go ahead, Mike, because you before we even started, you was already moving LeBron. Yeah, so they basically during that trade deadline, I think they were kind of desperate, and so they went through all the possible ideas, which I think you should just as a business. Mm-hmm. And one of the, like, small options that nobody really talked about until now was trading LeBron. Right. Is that a good idea? But no, I wanted to hear your thoughts on it. I also think that I Jeff Van Gundy went on a little rant yeah. about it, right? And that's yeah. where I think it kind of stemmed from. Cause like I said, nobody really about. talked about it, but he even went on national television and, and said that. And I think it was like national Mark Jackson television. that was commentating. What he was like, what are you saying right now? Right. Like, the possibility of trading LeBron is so, like, unfathomable that it's, I mean... It could happen though. But when before we started the show, were you saying you would trade him? I would trade LeBron. <laughs> I would trade LeBron. <laughs> but it's just like what team would tear up their whole team? For that's him? that's the thing. It's it's almost impossible to trade him. And the article that came out about this situation, um, some executive or a GM in a Western Conference said, "I wouldn't give more than one protected first. Which is yeah, funny as hell. Yeah, that's because that that's a lie. Because the yeah. team, a team that would want him obviously would you know be a contender. They wouldn't want to give up any stars or anything like of that nature because that would defeat the whole purpose of just bringing LeBron there. Yeah, I think it's a lot different than signing LeBron rather right. than trading for him. And like every team wanted to sign him. Um, kicker in his contract if he's traded. Yeah, so if yeah, I think it was like yeah, ten or fifteen percent. So if he gets traded, it's a boost in his contract. Right, which it's gonna sound worse and worse as he gets older. Mm-hmm. You don't know how the production gonna be. I saw somebody tweet LeBron and Lonzo for Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons. I saw that too. I would have threw up at that. <laughs> you would have? Yeah. You don't like that? No. Ben Simmons? Ingram? No, don't do this because he always try to make something sound <laughs> I, I, good. No, I, <laughs> he always slow it down. He always try to make it sound good. No, I'm cool with that trade. You want to trade LeBron anyway. You, 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 you said, said future assets. Ben Simmons assets. is 21 22. Okay. And you're giving it, so it so that would so you would not want to do that to not give up Lonzo at that point because you just oh you just said you would want it's, to give up LeBron. It, it, it's hard because you don't want Lonzo. You got like you giving up a lot with LeBron. I don't know. Which you just said you you're never, fine you're with. not gonna you're not gonna get that same return value back. But Ben but Simmons not, is a damn good return. Him alone, it, it and then is. you get getting Tobias Harris, on, who was a borderline All Star in the West, and Ben Simmons is already. 
We're talking about what? Let's no, say, it, say it was in February, right before the trade deadline. I don't know because Tobias not mine resign. So that's already won. <laughs> I mean, we have Ben Simmons, but if he I does, feel like, I feel like he's gonna resign wherever he's at. I don't know. I don't know about I that because there's gonna be some teams out there that's gonna be turned down an extension for a reason. Yeah. That obviously ain't what he. What it I hate this. I, I hate this because yeah. we know it's, it's not gonna yeah. happen. I don't know. It's just hard. But as a Laker like, fan, I want to know what's stopping you from making that trade. You already said you would give up LeBron right. for assets. Ben Simmons is the greatest asset that you could have right about now, besides fucking Larry Marketing. Yeah. Um, so are you are you basically saying you wouldn't trade Lonzo? Whatever, whatever it is, I need I need a pick what? or like a. Nobody knows what Contrell just said. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't pay attention to Laurie Martin. Ben Simmons. What the fuck? You want Man. me to stop the whole show and be like, oh, no. No. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was just slid in there and nobody heard it. So you not you don't want to trade Lonzo for Ben Simmons is what you're saying? No, I'm not. I'm just not taking that trade. I'm going to need more than that, especially I'm going to need picks, too. Why? You trying to win a championship. If we trade away LeBron, I don't I mean, think that's what he's going at. Because when you talk about future assets, I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking about. I mean, obviously Ben Simmons would be a good one, like you said. He's 21 years old, but I, I'm looking for the future. I'm looking for the next couple of years rebuilding. Because we was on that, we was already on that before LeBron came, and like we we seen what happened this season. If I was trying to trade LeBron, it would be for that reason. I'm I'm trying to build in the next couple of years, not so trying to get back. For so a you would prefer to go to the Celtics. Wait, what? You because they have the asses. They have the picks and all of that shit that you're saying that you apparently want. I don't know why you would want it. Why would I want picks? No, no, no. I don't want to stay. Yeah, basically, because y'all trying to win. I thought that was the whole point of getting LeBron and trying to get Paul George and Kawhi and Clay. Mm-hmm. All these guys y'all drew at the mouth for is not to be in a lottery or to stack up picks. I mean, I was still a little. I mean, any team would want yeah. picks, obviously. Yeah. But if I'm trading LeBron James, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how many picks I'm going to get. He's already thirty four, and he's uh, I don't know. So you went if you if you were trading for LeBron, you would throw no pick in there. Yeah, but I'm, but like you said, any team you're going to is a contender, so that pick isn't going to be. I would still take a pick. I'm not saying you shouldn't take okay. a pick, but I'm saying that's not that wouldn't be, be the highlight of my right. deal. I wouldn't say, oh, I don't want Ben Simmons because y'all ain't giving us no picks. That wouldn't make or break the deal, right? For me personally, I know it's not even with the picks. I, I still just wouldn't take that trade. Okay, I see. You but going. another Stan Van Gundy also brought up another good point though. It's just, I think if they did trade around and they did get some back, even if they did want to win right now and they got mm-hmm. some back, it does, we, we already had the money, mm-hmm. but it does open up that more money and then mm-hmm. also a spot for like a KD to join if he's not looking to build with a He LeBron. won't, but right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just like if Kawhi or Jimmy Butler, they're not looking to play alongside of LeBron. I think it opens it up more for a free agent destination. But you know what? I take that back. That would be a very interesting thing because imagine they miss the playoffs. LeBron is traded in the offseason. He won't be, but let's not right. It's all speaking. hypothetical. So if I was Kevin Durant, I might want to come to L.A. and say he didn't make the playoffs with this but team, I mean, and, no, I, I, take and I, I take this team to Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might, I, you know what I'm saying? That makes you look better. Yeah. That helps yeah. your resume. He did say he came out and said he tired of being number, number two. two. Well, yeah, because he the street ball mentality. Mm-hmm. Which he's been saying literally his whole career. I remember they had a whole number two. There was a whole campaign. Yeah, the whole campaign. I'm, I'm not number two, you know. Um, but that would be something interesting to see, and 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 how that narrative would be. Is he, is he number like one right now, or is he still number two behind like maybe Giannis or something? I, I would take him number one. Okay, I would yeah. take Kevin Durant number one over Giannis. Giannis has the bright future, right, to, to own the right. NBA. But I would take Kevin Durant. Everything you do is so effortless. Yeah, I think I would take KD too. Because you need to win a game, I think you're going to go KD over Giannis. KD is just... So we saying that KD is the best player in the world right now? 
at this moment of March 16th, is it? Yep. Yeah. Kevin, I guess Kevin Durant. But I, I take that back. James Harden has been the best player yeah. to me. It, that's the thing. Like, so you could say LeBron hasn't been the greatest or the, the best this season. Right. This season. Right. Right. And it's just like periods of time where players have elevated. So, like you said, James Harden during the stretch. He seemed like he was the best player in the NBA at the time. It's times where Giannis feels like this. It's times where even Steph Curry feels like that, how high he gets. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's crazy who's, who's we're saying like, LeBron's playing yeah, trash, but he's average. Nobody's saying I'm not. Don't well, no, 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 no. He's, he's not the best bad. in the world right now. He's not the best, but he's still averaging 27, 8, and 8. Yeah, that's what I'm he's saying. Best. Kevin like Durant's been averaging like that. And, has been and at this point, it's empty stats because they're not in the playoffs. Yeah. And the only reason I think he hasn't been the best because he missed 16 games and the team yeah. had to suffer from it. I think he was wavering that injury. I think he didn't want to tweak it again. That's why his. No, I definitely think that that groin is messing with him even to today. Because, like, months ago, one of those nagging injuries in the final with George Hill and J.R. Smith. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not letting, I'm not going to pretend that that was four years ago. That was just like nine. Yeah, we're talking about this season, y'all. Yeah, don't don't get us wrong. We're talking about this season. And I think next season we're going to see LeBron get back to his gritty because yep. he got a big-ass point to prove and a big-ass statement to make regardless of who comes through that door in free agency or who comes through from a trade. Hopefully and he shooters. has an extended offseason to where he can just yes. recoup. Yes. And Which is for the first time, first time in a hundred yeah. years, it seemed like That's he'll have a, very, a full offseason. season. point. And you know he loves talking about how he spent a million dollars on his body. He's going to see all the snaps. He's going to spend five million this offseason. Bunch of wine. Yeah, but as I was saying, though, like it's been alternating, but who we think is the best player this season, after LeBron is gone, or at least regress to a point where it's a new phase of the se- new phase of the league. Is it KD? I think it's Giannis. Giannis. Is it Giannis? Because he's still young. Yeah, probably yeah. Giannis. It's probably Giannis. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kevin Durant would ever be the face of the league, ever. Unfortunately, we talked about that uh, a while ago mm-hmm. on one of the episodes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just think, you know, when you talk about this, this particular season, um, Giannis has been the, I guess, has the best-looking MVP type thing. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant is the best player. But, you know, James Harden has had the best moments. Yeah. Yep. So... You know, this is I guess this is the great this is the thing that we would have wanted if LeBron was going to take a step back, where it's like it's not just one guy because even Paul George has had his moments as well, and somebody could make a case for for him. And people still love Kawhi because he's a two way player mm-hmm. and he's doing his thing. This is a great thing about where the NBA is headed because it's just so we can all literally up here name a different player and it, it right. and it'll be justified. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, even Joel Embiid, I know he missed his time recently, but he had this little moments where people were saying he was the MVP. Yeah, and since he he's been back, they've been winning. So it's a, it's that that's a, just a good feeling to know that we're that's where we're headed for when LeBron leaves because I remember thinking like, damn, Kobe got to retire one day, yeah. and I thought I was like, I'm, it's gonna be so hard to watch the NBA. It's gonna be so tough. I was thinking this as a kid. Then he retired. It ain't been that tough. Nope. Because it's in great hands. And it's the same yeah. thing LeBron. After Kobe retired, I was like, damn, LeBron going to have to leave. It's going to be tough. And it won't be that tough. It won't be. You know what I mean? And, of course, and you're going to miss him. But, like, yeah. I, so I think about that sometime with Tim Duncan out of all yeah. people. We're like, damn, I wish Tim Duncan was in the league. But then I think about all the other big men. We got Jokic. We got Cat. We got Joel. We got Rudy that it's are kind of holding generation. it. Yeah, they holding it down. So we, you were talking about how like James Harden has so many MVP moments, which is true. And I'll be thinking about it all the time about Giannis not really having those moments. But I, when I watched the game last night, last night was an MVP moment. But it wasn't a shot. It wasn't like the James Harden one shot against the Warriors or it wasn't something like that. But they were down by 20. And Giannis was like, I got us. And he brought them back and they end up winning by like 15. Yeah. But it's not one particular moment. Play? They played against the Heat. Oh, right. It wasn't one particular moment. 
that was like, oh, there go MVP. It was just like continuous that whole third and yeah. fourth quarter. They're like, this is our MVP or this and is I my think MVP. Brought it up when he said like, when he's on the floor, his team is so much better than when he's off. Right. And I think even if he doesn't take that that last shot, if you just watch throughout the game, you can see his impact defensively. Mm-hmm. He challenges almost anybody yeah. who comes to the rim. And most nine times out of ten, he, they'll miss. He'll get the rebound and push immediately. Right. But if you really think about it, that second unit, there's no one on that team that can like carry yeah, them. I, he yeah. attracts so much attention that he just makes everybody blossom. Mm-hmm. And, and somebody brought this to my attention asking about if we were coaches are going against Giannis in a seven-game series, how would we approach that? And his suggestion was you let Giannis dominate don't let those shooters shoot yeah. because two is obviously less than three. Right. So you much remember, easier said you, yeah. It is easier said than done. But, like, I think if there was one strategy, that may be it. Yeah. Make sure Malcolm That's, Brogdon's not hitting that what, three or Chris that Middleton. Was a, that was a Celtic strategy. Yeah, that was a Celtic strategy. And it pretty much worked. Yeah. Basically, you know, he could have, he could have them done. Mm-hmm. We don't I'm just pretty want, sure they, we they don't had, want to get J.J. Yep, they gave, they gave him the right. biggest defender. And I, I bam out of bio for majority of last night's game played Giannis pretty well until Giannis was like, all right, I'm going to take over. Mm-hmm. So I think that if that was a strategy, that's the strategy. Let Giannis dunk on you. Don't let Chris Middleton shoot threes. Don't let uh, Brooke Lopez pull from the half court logo, you know, something like that. And that's a crazy strategy because you're, Giannis is not missing. He shoots 70% from the rim. Exactly. So it's just. He'll go off a of 60. Yeah. <laughs> We, have we ever had Yadis go off for something like that? No. no. Like, I, I feel like his career has, like, 40-something. Like yeah. Because he doesn't like, shoot threes. You know, it's, yeah, it's so easier it's to drop. Hard. Yeah. I'm looking up his career high. But I, if I'm a coach, I, maybe that's the that's the goal. But, but then again, it's going to be tough. Even in transition, in transition, you're not going to be able to stick to that strategy. Mm-hmm. Your instinct is going to. That's why yeah. this is so much easier said than done. And then when you hey, try to stop him from getting to the rim, you immediately leave the shooters open in transition. That would be the point, though, not to leave him, though. You, you'll let him be. That's what there. I'm saying, but you would basically be asking them to play some type of bad basketball yeah. because when Another you do a pick and that, roll, you're going you're gonna to have to play pick and roll. Yeah. You're not going to say both of y'all go to the shooter. Just let, yeah. you go Another to the thing about that is you can't guard Giannis one-on-one. You have to bring an extra defender. Mm-hmm. So, so that's leaving yeah, someone open. He, yeah, I know. Even if you say we're not going to leave him, it leaves a problem where is Al Hofer now becoming in foul trouble because he's only trying to guard Giannis one-on-one. But y'all saying don't guard Giannis. Let him have whatever he it's wants. It's not let him guard him. It's just like. Obviously, no. You're not going to move out of his way. But right? just don't help. Exactly. You know, just yeah. just stick to your shooter. Stick to shooters right. and let we'll him try to. have him get that that hard contested two than, you know, letting an open three because we're trying to get him out the paint or something. Right. Like and I, I'm, I'm very curious to whoever they match up against the first round, how they going to do it. Because right now it would be the Miami Heat. And, you know, Coach Spo is a very good coach. So I'm sure he's going to have some type of strategy. Yep. But some team is going to figure out a way to take out this juggernaut, I think. Don't, don't be surprised. It's probably going to be the Celtics again. It might be the Celtics again. They would play each other in the second round if we yep. stand that the Celtics can beat the Pacers, mm-hmm. which I'm sure we probably think they can, right? The Heat usually do a, a, some zoning zone. type stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I would look at that's the type of thing I would look at some unorthodox zones and not you can't zone an NBA team for 48 minutes, but I would just give them different looks. Yeah, just don't throw, throw in them even if you have to run multiple zones. Just kind of give them um, different looks. I would do a yeah. lot of different things. Right. I would have somebody try to. Uh, Boxing one. Uh, I remember they used to run that in high school. Guard him up the court. Don't let him get the inbound but pass. Yep. Face, make it hard face for him. guard him. Yeah, yeah, just like make that. it hard. Just yeah. make it hard for him, even if it's got to take him some energy to bring the ball up the court. Because who else on their team is, is what, Bledsoe, uh, Bledso, I guess. Yeah. Bledsoe, yeah. yeah. Middleton isn't, you know, 
attacking the defense. No. Brogdon isn't. And he has his moments. Don't get me wrong. I remember he dunked on LeBron. Yep. Um, but he isn't nobody that's breaking down the defense, mm-hmm. slicing through. So I would face guard him, put somebody um, out there specifically to do that job. Even mm-hmm. if it was like the Heat, I would put Derrick Jones Jr. on him. Yep. To, uh, somebody long and yeah, just yep. guard him up athletic. We come back down the court, Dan Bam can go on. Yep. So just just different things like that. Who are they looking at right now? You said Miami. Miami would be their first round matchup at this moment. Miami's pretty good defensively. James Jones. Who's right outside of that? I mean, night? James I thought Johnson it was really close. It, um, the Orlando Magic are back one game. Okay. And the Magic have pretty decent success against good teams. But I, I don't know. I, I feel like they, we're, they just got that length, too. Yeah. I mean, the Heat does, too. But Put, like, Jonathan Isaac Jonathan on or Isaac something like that. Good, he's a pretty good defender. Oh, he, would, he would demolish him. Yeah, he would. Yeah. No, because he's thin. Like, yeah. He's thin as hell. Yeah. But he got the length. And I don't know. like Miami's because they're experienced. Yep. They have versatility. They have length. And they have different looks. Because one, one quarter, Derrick Jones Jr. can guard him. The next quarter, Bam can guard him. James Johnson can guard him and get physical with him. Justice they do Winslow. The, Justice Winslow. They do the little zone matchups when they randomly come out and just throw some shit at you. And right. then they got Wade. They got Whiteside. They can at least throw a body at him. That even boy Whiteside played like 15 yeah. minutes a game even now. Whiteside's lo- Whiteside <laughs> lost his role. <laughs> Which is crazy because last night I think he played 20 minutes, but he had 14 and 11 in that 20 and a couple yeah, blocks. Pro- when he does play, he's very productive. And I think that's I think good that his role is lower. Remember that was one of his guys? He had no Snapchat, Snapchat and stuff. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, you was really entertained by him. Like he was real. a funny dude at first. at first, but now it's like Cordy. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of Cordy now. What's uh, Giannis's career high? Is forty four. He done it twice. Yeah. What's the career high in threes made in a single game for Giannis? Two, two, one, four, four. Okay. A couple years ago, he hit up four against the Celtics in two thousand sixteen. So I mean. <laughs> He's never done like that again, but it's shit. I mean, he could do it. His career high in attempts is seven. He attempted seven against the 76ers and didn't make at least four of them. That boy was like, fuck it. Yeah, they treat me like I'm Ben Simmons. <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me show what Ben Simmons should be doing, but he didn't actually do anything like that. Did y- how did y'all feel about the Utah Jazz giving those two fans the lifetime ban? Is the right move yep. Set an example Out of those two people You can't come into this arena Doing stuff like that To the opposing team To our team This should be a safe environment yeah. Don't come back When your team's being criticized You gotta take authority And you gotta make sure That everybody knows That you're not taking A situation lightly yeah. Especially when it comes To something like racism And then they went back They went back to the Uh the, the playoffs last year. last year. That was the other guy. Yeah, which is uh, that video's crazy. I'd never seen that video until it just no, resurfaced. Down, yeah, and that's like that is racism is rude in that because even Russell Westbrook's like, don't call me boy, and dude came back with the boy. Mm-hmm. Like that's you you yeah, can't deny he, that. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, he but knew what he was doing. Owner as well. She she gave a little speech before one of the games and was just saying, you know, we don't represent that. And I think like you said that you have to do that. When it comes to something so serious as racism, because heckling is one thing, mm-hmm. but racism is, a, is, a, is and a, it kind of sucks though, because it takes incidents like these for people to shed light on it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like they, I think Russell got the 25k fine. They did something yep, in that 25. community where they raised the money and just donated to a charity, but. You know, it shouldn't have to be like that where it brings attention and now we, you know, it's more of a light on it. Because if Russell Westbrook don't go and say he going to F up you and your wife, right. that would just happen all the yeah. time. You know, that guy would be okay to come back to the next game and do the same thing to somebody else. So it took Russell Westbrook stepping out of his comfort zone and saying something that that's probably wasn't the best thing to say for a, a, a light to be shined on it, which right. is crazy. He helped out the whole league. Yeah. Yeah, because some players would have just not said nothing. Yeah. Duncan yeah. would have just been like, <laughs> or just like, or just like ignored it. Some people, I feel like some players just tone up. Yeah, the crowd. Just yeah. It. but 
I'm sure uh-huh. LeBron get heckled like crazy, but we, we ain't never seen an outburst from him. That's a no. bad rap to have on a state. Because, like you said, I mean, one or two fans don't represent an entire fan base. Mm-hmm. But after a while, you start to get that reputation. And, and you know, uh, guilty by association, I guess, is the term that they call it. So the bad apple spoils the bunch. You, then, can't, you can't go in a bag full of bad apples and go in and be like, oh, this one is good. Nah, 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 nah. That's just not how it works. And then free agents might look at that. Nah, free like, agents ain't going anywhere. Yeah, nobody's they, going to Utah. You know, the last thing I want to They got to make trades to make that team better. Damn, free speaking agents. of the Thunder, though, you know they got a big game tonight. Yep. Who? They play the Warriors? Play the Warriors. Is that a big game? I think it is. They may get matched up in the second round. Yeah. At this point, the reason I asked that is because uh, I don't know. I don't look at the regular season and be like, "Yep, nah, this I, team I, ready." It's, it's supposed to be a good game because Kevin Durant like not like, playing, right? He's hurt, isn't he? I think he's so. questionable for the night. So like, I don't, uh, yeah. Because no. even just the other night when they played against the Rockets, I mean, I didn't look at that game, but like, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I don't feel some no, type I of way about it. it but the Warriors look good. It's just like an exciting game when you have like two of the best teams. You know, that's because they want to give themselves something to play for. They don't. They just be coasting through, and it just be nothing. So they try to get. You know, they get a little. This their first taste of adversity in such a long time that they trying to actually prove something. And they lost the last three games against Houston. Like Houston, almost swept them in the regular season. I'm gonna go back to the Thunder though. Did did y'all see that loss they had to the Pacers? Yeah, Yeah. Wesley Matthews. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. And they were down 20 that game. But I'm gonna give you a shout out to you saying that they're gonna remain pretty good because I I didn't think I thought they would fall off at least a little bit when they lost Victor Oladipo. They in they fourth. Yeah, they they fell down one spot. Oh, they tied. They tied with the 76ers right now. I guess the 76 on the tiebreaker. Yeah, they got one of the toughest schedules. They've been five and five in their last ten. Yeah. So. They they might want to turn up that switch because I mean you two games above the Celtics the Celtics you know they ain't been the most consistent but for that home court advantage the in the first round go get that yeah, that ain't too I, far out same I, with the Sixers Sixers might want to tidy up I know they was missing Joel but you don't like don't let the Sixers I mean the Celtics get on a little four game winning streak and now they surprisingly are the third seed and now one of you or the, the Pacers or the Sixers don't have home court advantage because they mm-hmm. wanted to mess around. It's funny because I remember Wesley Matthews signed there after he was balled out and I was like, what is he doing? Yeah. It just made sense. It just made sense though. Yeah. Nate McMillan. It just uh, made a lot of sense and uh, he's been hooping. He's and been speaking hooping. Speaking of Nate McMillan, I know you seen it. what I see? Okay. <laughs> Which means that he didn't see it. He did see it though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. <laughs> you gonna say what? You gonna say right? They can't read it. The Marcus Aldridge was talking about joining Damian Lillard someday, and it's Back not. It's not realistic. I don't. I have a problem with that because the Marcus is gonna be old. Because first of all, you play for the damn Spurs. Mm-hmm. If you're on my team and you're with us, don't ever talk about what you're gonna do. I don't give a damn how how far you talking about it. Don't. Why is your mind back on playing with Damian Lillard in Portland? Mm-hmm. Don't I, I I just don't be understanding that. That was my that. favorite like Portland team in a, in recent years. Well, Lamarcus used to go for forty in the playoffs yeah, when they had Damian Wesley, Nick Batum, the big three, Lamarcus, all Chandler Parsons. Chandler Parsons never played for the Blazers. <laughs> never <laughs> played for the Blazers. My bad. Who is he thinking? About? I'm now. I got yeah. Who are you, who are you thinking, thinking about? about? Chandler Parsons played for the Rockets against the Blazers. When yeah, yeah, never mind. did that and hit never. the big shot. Yeah. You thinking about Nick Stauskas? No, no, because no, he, he plays did, for them now. Well, played for them recently because they played against the Rockets. Yeah. That uh, famous Damian Lillard game yeah. six. What was it, game seven? I thought no, it was game. It was six. game six. Okay. Yeah, it was game six. Yeah, that was an iconic moment. But yeah, I just had a problem with that. I just don't understand how players be so open to talking about things like that in the middle, like the Spurs. All right, y'all in the they on a seven game streak. I'm pretty sure seven eight game streak. Yeah, y'all the six seed. Y'all fighting for something because y'all won seven and still only a game above the Jazz yep. <laughs> and the Clippers. So I mean, you you should be focused on that and trying to help the Jazz, uh, Spurs level up. 
into the uh, playoffs instead of talking about one day going back to play with Damian Lillard. What was the context behind it? Was he asked about it, or he just I, I said came don't. to the podium was like, I want to play with I Damian again? I don't know. That's a question you I have think, to ask there. I think it was some along the lines of Lillard bringing it up. Okay. Because I did see yeah, a, a TBT. He, say that he, he said something like, yeah, he be th- he think I be joking. But, like, yeah. I was like, dog. Because he posted a TBT of them together on Instagram. Dame yeah. did. And then it's like, Derek saying, well, it's unrealistic to go come when he old. I don't know if he talk about when he old. Nobody give a damn about teaming up with somebody when they old. They trying to play and win for something. So I don't. I don't. I but he still got what two years, right? Yeah, he's got he two was, years left until twenty twenty one. Thirty three. He's like he's, he's thirty three. Like, yeah. Yes, he's only thirty six. I don't want a thirty five year old Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah. yeah, that's all he slow. Might be his way out for something. That would be crazy. Yeah. That would be crazy. I don't. I'm just joking, Spurs fans. He ain't going nowhere. Uh, LeBron telling Kawhi who will we'll be in touch. That's stupid. They talking about fam- dinner, bro. Friends. Yeah, they talking about dinner. Yeah, they literally yeah, they, hooped with each other all summer. Yeah, I think they came out and said, like, he, he basically invited him to uh, – Kawhi came to LeBron's party. Something like that. What LeBron what they doing at the party? For? You know, talking about business. They got to handle this summer. Business plans. I think Kawhi Leonard should really entertain the idea of going to the Clippers. Oh, Yeah. I think I think that should be his second option behind just re-signing, depending on how I this is. I think that should this. be his first option. Why do you say that? Just because, I mean, as the Raptors are a good team. Very good team. But I think with him on the Clippers, the Clippers would be a little bit better. That's my opinion because they're a little bit younger. Okay. You know, Kyle Lowry is getting up there in age. He's going to be making $30 million, so they don't have a flexibility. I mean, Fred Van Fleet is good, but I don't know if he's Kyle Lowry good. Kyle Lowry is an all-star. Yep. So... Um, you have that. You have Pascal, who's good, but he's good with them. Mm-hmm. All right, now compare um, it to the Clippers. Yeah, what are the Clippers? Now, I'm trying to the Clippers. Yeah. They got, the, like, three super young players starting for them. You have Montrez Harris in the old. No. <laughs> coming yeah. off the bench. Okay. Yeah, coming off the bench. You still have Lou Williams. Okay. You got Shea Gillies-Alexander. Okay, I like that. You have Kawhi. That would be himself. Gallinari has been good. I like that team with them. Yeah, I, I like it too, but I think it's a step back. I feel like the Raptors are more yeah, like a ready like team. The, yeah. one thing, the, the one thing that the Raptors have is that they're in the East. I thought like they would be a top uh, team. I don't know about that. It just seems like this Raptor team is already right They're there. ready. They're, they're ready. Yeah, they're ready. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that they're not. They have mm-hmm. that advantage there, but I'm saying for the future, because if he signs, he's going to okay. sign a five-year deal, correct? Right. He's not going to sign a two-year deal. Probably like five years. He's going to get his max. So in five years... I would say that the, the grass is looking to be greener for the Clippers in five okay. years versus the Raptors. That's or he can save the Raptors and win a championship next year and then don't worry about the rest of the years because he got another championship. You know what I'm saying? He already has one. He's and I said another. But I mean, but everybody wants to win a championship, even if you already got one. You know, you like, oh, I they, got. That's what they say. But no, like. <laughs> that would be something else if he went to the Raptors and got a championship. That also the same thing with the Clippers. It's cause he's but it's, I, think it's, I think it's way less likely with the Clippers than with the Raps because yeah. they're already here. Yeah, they're like this is this even is the time. Was, yeah, even but if he that's was, like I'm, that was his that's main why goal. I'm throwing out there that he already has. If it's, that's his main goal, wouldn't it be better for him to stay in the East? That's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's his main goal because he has one. I know everybody's chasing the championships, but when you have one, you're chasing it at a different tempo. Okay. You're not breaking your neck to get one. Guys who don't have one, they breaking their neck to get one. He might prefer to just be in L.A. and I'll chase my ring in L.A. I'm back home and sunny. Which is funny because I, I asked the fans to send us questions and that was one of the questions related um, about Kawhi Leonard. So let me bring it up no since we just here. Toronto. Y'all are doing a great job. I shout think Toronto's a match being having fun. Um, shout out to y'all for the OVO Center that y'all, the Raptors and Drake partnered up for. I think that's real good. And I think that's why basketball in the NBA is so much bigger 
when it comes to to certain things and uh, I didn't screenshot <laughs> what it called pop culture because we so in tune with like we have raptors a, a rapper <laughs> raptors we have rappers playing you know big influence just just pop culture right. people playing a, you know, Meek Mill always at the Philly games yeah. and he he might perform at halftime and do something like small for them things but like that, that it's just that partnership and outside NFL of and Baseball, they don't always have that, and that, I think that's why they're a little behind. It's because they suck. Sport. Yeah, they suck. And they're a little bit more boring and trying to be old-fashioned, and that's not the move because the kids— Reach the, the kids, baby. Push the envelope. That's, that's how you get the future. The are a good fit for him. They, had, they do give him the best chance to win a championship, but I'm just going off of what what's realistic on Kawhi's goals. Because if that was I the case, he ever really wouldn't he want to be able Kawhi to prove mind. that he was able to win without Popovich's system and the Tim Duncan them? I don't know. I don't know. I don't we don't know. know shit about Kawhi. Exactly. We don't know nothing about his personality. So I'm just going to go with the good old-fashioned, let's try to win a championship idea. Until we, like until idea. he show a little bit but more. If that was the case, why didn't you just stay in San Antonio? That team is not winning the champ. One's winning the championship. They, with him, they was good. They were good, but they not beating the Warriors in the seven game. I mean, they had they were about to be up one zero before he but went down. He but like the trade, he didn't know he was going to the Raptors. No, he didn't. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I I, I can't go because if that was the case, he would have just played this shit out and just went to free agency and picked wherever he wanted to go mm-hmm. to. And I mean, he's still gonna have the chance to do that, but. He requested a trade, and I think the Clippers or some shit was on that list. Yeah, you know? they were. He don't like. I don't. I don't think that that's literally his main thing. I don't think the Raptors. The Raptors weren't on his list. No, that's why everybody was saying that he's not going to stay. Right. Mm-hmm. But then All when right. you see when yeah, you see him play together, you yeah, we've seen how the season panned out and how well they're playing. Mm-hmm. I think and that they was just, they, like I heard nothing about no because they just clinched the they just clinched that playoff spot too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They, he's in a good situation. It's going to take. A reason for him to leave now, and the reason would be like I want to play in California. That that, that would be the only thing. Thing, especially Mm -hmm. when you already have a ring. Where it's like I'm still going to play for championships, Mm -hmm. but I can make a whole bunch of money. I can go home, play in good weather, do all of these different things. They'd be the best team in LA. He did say it just gets a little cold there. Yeah, and he's from Cali. Went to school and and. So Cali, maybe he, maybe he do go to Clipper route, and then went to Texas. So he's and then the Clippers ain't never been good like that at that level. Mm-mm. So if he and then they, home. you ain't even mentioned that they would have two max spots where he can get one yeah, of his homies true. if he now, wanted to. Now that's making it a little bit more. But you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, sure. So is there any other news before I get into these questions from the fans? I mean, not really. I mean, Luke Walden would be the top target for the Suns. I found that that was interesting. If he's fired, they said he would they, be. They thinking about firing Igor already? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess he don't really have control over the locker room. I feel bad least, for D-Book. Um, who was that he got into? Mikael Bridges was walking, was walking right past him and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So. Imagine playing under another coach in your young NBA career. Crazy. Would be, right now, it would be fine because they didn't yeah. do shit this year. So it would just be another. It wouldn't be nothing. But Luke Walton, I think, would be, be good for them. Shout out yeah. to the Valley Boys. But let's see what's up. Because he had control of that Lakers locker room completely before LeBron came. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, LeBron. Uh, so first question comes from Zach from Orlando. He says, if you were the Magic general manager, would you resound Vucevic or try to build around Mo Bamba as your starting center? Neither. I'm not building around Mo Bamba. Would Mobama be in my future? I guess, but I'm not building around him. He's right. not a franchise center. Yeah, I haven't seen shit for me to build around. I understand him. what you're saying, but okay, take it to account. Just, would you resound like, Vucevic yeah. or just let Mobama be your starter? Let's just look at, at this it that point, way. I guess I would. I would maybe resign him. I would try to resign him too, just because we didn't give him nothing. We didn't get nothing for him. We didn't trade him. I don't want him to walk. He was just an all star, so let's resign him. But Blake Griffin, his ass. As far as uh, building around, 
I, I don't know if that was just a bad term he used, but I'm not building around shit in Orlando. I think, okay, let's look at it more. It's like, would you, because right now with Vucevic being in front of him, we're not going to see starting Obama. We may not ever no. see his full potential. So would you, would you rather just let him grow as a player, as a starter, or bring back Vucevic? We'll reword it that way. I'm bringing back Vucevic. Me too. I haven't seen anything. Because yeah. with Vucevic, we're almost a playoff team, you know? Yeah. yeah. And we can always trade him. Yeah. Answering that question hard, because I still don't know what the Magic are trying to win, but I don't know what direction the franchise should go. Mm. I well, mean, you said if you, they can always trade them, but if they you really want to start that rebuilding. Vucevic, they haven't been able to trade him. He has been on the market for a few years now, yeah, really. They can't trade him. But the only reason they can't trade him is because now his stock went up so much that. Yeah, his 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 price got to be high. Yeah, you're not now. You're not going to trade him for just anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But, but I, I feel like Vucevic is going to leave, though. But I think they could trade him if if need be. If they really, really wanted to trade him, I think they could. But they were in the playoff mix as they still are. One game at all star level. Mm-hmm. So I mean, what were you going to do? Yeah, maybe the maybe the Magic shouldn't try to rebuild through like drafts because they they suck. They they can pick <laughs> them, but they don't know how to develop them. And that was correctly. another thing is that he well, was on that one year deal. Where a team isn't gonna give you too much on a player on a one year deal. So, as I said, Blake Griffin him, sign him, and then sixty days later, ship his ass out somewhere yeah. else. I think you should just focus on Markel. Just focus on developing Markel. You can still so do that, that. That may yeah. be a reason. Then, if you say, you know what, we just gonna kind of take a couple years off, even if which is crazy because they've been off for like ten years already. Yeah, they're always like. I guess you could say this year they were kind of on. But listen, <laughs> yeah, the, all these things that y'all are saying are vital points, and I think it's all what it is. But that has nothing to do with this question. Mm-hmm. He's just asking Vucevic. But that, that, that is a big part of that question because if you're resigning Vucevic, you're probably still trying to at least compete, right? But you could do what me and Contreras saying. The only reason I would be resigning him is not because I think we're gonna go to the finals or we're gonna build yeah. around him is but we just don't want him to walk right we didn't trade him at the trade line it was hard we weren't going to get it the value now we signed him for what another team was signing for but instead of just giving him up to them for free we're going to get some back mavericks we know y'all want him but now y'all have to give us a few things for him we just right. signed him to the contract y'all would have signed him to but instead of y'all just getting him y'all got to give us something okay now i see where you're going is it? But it's not guaranteed that they resign him. He can literally just not. It's yeah. not. So he's giving I mean, us his option with yeah. two different things. And I'm, I'm not resigning him. I'm not resigning him. I'm letting him leave. Why? Just because I would rather just. I don't need him. But like, no, nah, his situation was you're resigning him just so he's under contract. So you have you could trade him still. <laughs> why don't and, you need him? And plus, is no. Now why don't you need him? Because we're not winning. They don't. With, they don't need him. Without him. They don't need him. They don't need him. We're not. If winning. their goal is to make the playoffs next year, they need Vucevic. Exactly. How do you not I'm need him? Yeah, how do you convince him to stay? What do you have that's going to This convince? is just a hypothetical thing, Derek. <laughs> I know, and I I'm said not I'm resigning. not resigning well, him. And you're saying you're, you're, saying you're not going to resign him because you can't convince him. We're saying he's on here. He's telling you he'll come back. I'll just roll with Obama, to be honest. With what, with, with what though? What makes you say that? Because he he's hasn't saying done shit. If they, re-sign, if they re-sign him, their their purpose for doing that is so they could just trade him so they don't yeah. get nothing in return. I know. So you would just prefer, hey, you were just an all-star for us last year. You played great. We're okay. Just, and we're just going to let him win. In that, in that scenario, yes, I will try to re-sign him. Yeah. But realistically thinking, I don't think they're going to be able if to. If I'm the Magic... I'm kind of trying to move on. So maybe if just to answer the question, I'm not resigning him. I'm, I'd rather let Mobamba come in and see what he could do. I think y'all, I think y'all crazy. I think but letting Vucevic walk? Yeah. I don't know. He's been the best player they've I mean, had since 
Dwight Howard. Yeah. I, I, but what I think but that's that, the thing. What I think with y'all problem is y'all overcomplicating it. Instead of just taking this man's question and saying, yeah, I would sign him, y'all overcomplicating him. Because when you sign him, it gives you a bunch of different options. Whether you want to keep him or not, you have him. If you don't want to keep him, just say next year y'all start 0-11 and don't go the way y'all thought. You can now trade him. You don't let an all-star walk away. But what if you try to trade him and you're stuck in the same scenario? How, you how, can't, how, you who can't. wouldn't take an all star center? Teams that don't need yeah, all star teams center. that don't need a center. But it's, it's every, out, of, out of 30 teams, how many of those teams have one? Uh, I mean, the team that we had thought about, the Sacramento, they gonna need a center soon. So yeah, they they that would be the one, one team that probably trade for him. But like the what Bulls aren't gonna trade for him, the Cavs right. not gonna trade for him. So we looking for teams that are like trying to compete them? that would the need Lakers? him. Who the hell is they? The Lakers would be yeah, who is another option. Who was the Clippers center? Zubak. Zubak. And Montrez. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I would take Vucevic over Zubak. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. And if there's one thing that they could get, if they were to get like a, a Kawhi, and maybe you can't go get Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. you go get Vucevic, I think you're decent. Yeah, I think you're coming back with you, you saying, um, who are they starting shooting guard? Is it Shaman? Uh, no, no, Patrick, Patrick Beverly. Yeah, Patrick and, and, um, yeah you yeah. go uh, uh, Shay, Pat. Pat. Kawhi, Gallinari, Vucevic, mm-hmm. I like it. Especially when you have Lou and Montrez off the bench. And I'm not doing the little salesman shit. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying, saying I like it. Anytime you say Lou Will and Montrez here off the bench, I'm excited. Next question comes from Kellum, <laughs> who says, De'Aaron Fox or Laurie Market if you're starting a team? And I wanted to kind of take this question and think about the 2017 NBA draft. So we had like Jason Tatum, we had Lonzo Ball, we had De'Aaron Fox, um, John Collins, Donovan Mitchell, Cal Kuzma. So we got a lot of players that are already two years into it looking good. If you're redrafting, who are your top three? Who are the top three players? Don't think about who had the first pick, who had the second pick. Don't think about fit. Just who are the top three players from that draft class right now, two years in? Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. I think he should be in Jason top three. Tatum. Jason Tatum and... I don't know. It's hard. Larry. I think it's Larry Markin. Okay, let's go. I, I would want Lonzo in that mix, me personally. Yeah. But I mean, all the yeah, guys talking like, him are better. It's, it's kind of hard because De'Aaron Fox is playing so well. He's playing yeah. great. So it's, it's hard, hard to just kind of disclude him from that. But, yeah, I think the top two was Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum. I think that's my Larry top Mark- am, am I crazy Larry to Mark- think? Larry Markin is up there, definitely. I am, actually, am I crazy for going Fox over I was Tatum? Say, I was about to oh, over Tatum? Over Tatum. Am I crazy? It's not crazy. It's, it's not, not crazy. I think if you're looking at like the right now, so say I think Fox's ability to kind of just carry a team is is better than right now than Jason Tatum. Because Jason Tatum doesn't have that ability because he's playing behind Kyrie. I don't know. I don't know. I do not know. Because he's playing behind Kyrie. Say your reason because I just have Because we've literally seen Jason Tatum in the playoffs and the heat of the moment. In the playoffs. Did they win? At the biggest game. Yes, they won. They went to the finals against LeBron James. Okay, did they win that game? Or that win? The game seven against LeBron? I wasn't expecting them to win. There was no way in hell LeBron. No way LeBron was letting them win that game. Do you hear what did he have in that game? Didn't he have like a 40-plus triple-double? <laughs> Who are you taking? Jason Tatum? The reason I said De'Aaron Fox, and, and, and I'm not saying it's like 100 to 50. Like, it's super close. But, like, when, when people are interviewed in that Sacramento Kings locker room, who's the leader of this team? They all say De'Aaron. We know that Buddy Hill's probably the better player 
and probably the one that's taking the last shot. But as far as the on-court leader, everybody says De'Aaron. And I like having my guards as that guy. He, and I He should be that guy because nobody else in that rock, locker room would challenge him. Willie Cauley-Stein is laid back. Buddy Hill, laid back. But that says something, about, that says something no, about his character, though, if he's that young he's able to take on that role. Yeah. Who else is challenging him in that role, though, Mike? I mean, just because nobody. Because, I mean, J- Jason. But, that, but yeah, there, there are Jason teams. Jason Tatum can't that do that because he's playing with Kyrie Irving, but I'm, Gordon Hewitt, and Al Horford. But there are teams like, okay, so the Bulls have their leader. I don't know who it is. It might be Zach, but we nobody's actually. It might be Robin Lopez. It might be Rolo. But that leader means a little bit less because they're not winning games. So the fact that De'Aaron Fox is a leader of a team that's ninth in the playoffs at 20 years old, for me, means a lot more. I understand that, but when we compare him and Jason Tatum, I can't use that against Jason Tatum because I'm not using it. Against, I'm not using it against no, Jason Tatum. I'm just using it for De'Aaron Fox, a little booster. Yeah, I'm not saying that Jason Tatum when he gets traded, if he gets traded, damn well be on the Kings and might be their leader. Yeah, he, he might. Yeah, he might be. But and like everybody ain't gonna be this type of leader. Mm-hmm. No, for sure, for sure. And I, maybe Jason Tatum isn't that leader, but when he on court, I seen him as a rookie lead a team to the Eastern Conference Finals and had some very big moments as a rookie. He sure that has. overshadows. I'm sorry, De'Aaron Fox. That overshadows all the shit. And yeah, you're not. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. You're not crazy for it at all. This shit is directed at him because he was asking me what was my reason. I was talking crazy. I was just talking about basically what you were saying with the leadership. I think De'Aaron Fox is just, I don't know, his growth as a player is just like so. But he has more opportunity over the years. He has a mile more opportunity. Right. Because now we put him on a team with a guy who was just signed as a max. Okay. Because Gordon Hayward was assigned as a max at Tatum's position. Mm-hmm. And then we also put him on a team. Um, who was a point guard that just got a max? A point guard that just got a max? Recently got like a max. John Wall, maybe like a year or two ago? That was like three years ago. Last year, no, no point guards got maxes. Who was the most recent one that got a max? Okay, Chris Paul. No, Chris, yeah, Chris, yeah, Paul. Chris Paul was last year. Aaron yeah. Fox somehow, someway stumbled into the Rockets system. Okay. Where you just got Chris Paul with mm-hmm. a max. You have a James Harden. Where where would his opportunity be? We would be able to see De'Aaron Fox has game, but it would be so limited. I know. Right? Yep. Trying to fit. So that's the thing about Jason Tatum. I personally think Jason Tatum is better mm-hmm. because when we got the chance to see him with the same opportunity as De'Aaron Fox, he, again, this is also to defend yeah. De'Aaron Fox. It's not his fault that he played for the Kings. Right. And they they yeah. can't be in the playoffs because right. they had opportunity. But – Head to head against LeBron James. Who mm-hmm. else did they play? Greek Freak. Yep. Who else did they play? The Celtics. Duh. They played the 76ers. He did his thing. He came right. with it. So, and I, it may also go to the part that I always like my point guard. You know, I like I yeah. like to have a good point guard, and he's a good point guard. You know, wasn't the question Lowry? I love, I love wasn't it Lowry or Fox? I, I brought up Jason Tatum and Fox. He brought up the whole draft. Yeah. Um, and I like point guards too, but the, in today's NBA, you don't need a point. You don't need that to win a championship. John Collins don't make y'all top three? Hell no. Okay. Very, no. very good. But Kyle Kuzma, yeah. no? Nah. And then who else I mentioned? Lonzo Ball? No, not top three. No, nah, Lonzo Ball, not None top of those three. names He's that not... you just named are not better than Donovan Mitchell. They're not better than Jason Tatum, and they're not better than Larry Mark. I agree. Um, but I do still have – I know a lot of people, if you redo the draft, Lonzo isn't going to be – he's Lonzo still in my top whatever you want to top uh, whatever. He's I was thinking about it earlier. He's number six for me. He would be number six. So what would your five be? Uh, the three that we mentioned. Laurie. So, okay, I'll go from the beginning. Laurie, Mitchell, Mitchell. Um, Tatum. Tatum. Laurie. Fox. Uh, I think I had John Collins, then him, then Kuzma. Okay. I don't know. I hate, I hate kind of ranking these players. Yeah, I hate you know ranking them too, but if I had to, that would be yeah. the, the yeah, way I, I would. I'm going to go Jason Tatum. 
Laurie Markkinen, then Donovan Mitchell. Then I'm going to go. It's tough for me to put Donovan Mitchell that low because he's, again, been the top scorer on and, the playoff team two years in a row. Likes aggression sometimes. He's yeah, but that's, that's, his, that's his biggest flaw. This shit is right now, but I still have to put in potential. You have a seven-footer who can shoot three and dunk on people. Mm-hmm. Shit. This is about getting I'll him. If, he, if we can get that man to kill a man, said it's over for the league. I'll take that over Gunner because that's all. And Donovan Mitchell is good at it, but to yeah. me, he's just a gunner. He go out there, he score. And the reason he's good is because they don't have another guy that that's challenging him to score. Like this, a per. A lot of these guys have been in the perfect situation because right. I mean, Donovan Mitchell don't have to share the rock with nobody. Right. There's nobody. Like, and and that, that you can say that that's even a, a more booster for him is that we know that Donovan Mitchell is going to have his ball, but yeah, he still put up 27, shooting 50. percent I, I think that that's what hurts them. It's because they don't have another guy that they can. That, oh, over, yeah. for overall for the team, yeah, yeah but yeah, like because yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I would love to see the way he's been playing for the last month or two has been been crazy, and he needed it because he started off so eh. Yeah, he was, started off very. Eh. It was just he was shooting. The whole bad. team started f eh. Yeah. I, but that's because they rely on him to score. Yep. So, um, so this month he's averaging twenty eight, shooting forty six percent from the field, forty percent from three. Like that's just crazy, and they're winning, which is just that that's ridiculous to me. Next question comes from David. He said, "How many players in the NBA right now do you think, when they retire, will be considered top fifty players all time?" So obviously LeBron, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry, Stephen Curry Dirk, Dirk. Dirk. Yep, I forget. Yeah, he, he classifies Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Um, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Giannis. James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Giannis. Are y'all saying we got eight players right now that will go down as top fifty all Joel time? Embiid. And that's not even Joel Embiid, maybe. And that's not even counting the guys that are sophomores that we still don't know. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy that how good our league is right now in this moment that we have potentially eight players, maybe nine, maybe ten players that are going to go Vince down Harden. as top fifty? It's a tough argument. Yeah, uh, eight, eight of those. Guys. Yeah, I don't know, but I just thought it was an interesting question. Next one comes from huh? What? He said, would you rather have prime Kevin Love or prime Chris Bosh? Prime Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh. Give me K-Love. I like Chris Bosh too, bro. Kevin Love is giving you 30 and 30. Minnesota and 15 win seasons. Chris Bosh led his team to playoffs twice before he went to Miami. The Raptors team was better than the Timberwolves. I know, and a lot of that had to do with him averaging 25. What do you mean? Him averaging 25 is the reason they made the playoffs twice. But, I mean, the team around him was also better. Yeah, I know. I mean, he didn't have to deal with a Ricky Rubio, couldn't fucking stay healthy, or a shitty-ass organization that drafted Wesley Johnson. I'm still going to go with the guy the that's, that's, and that's winning. I'm feeling bad for that Kevin for that Timberwolves team because Kevin Love used to put up, like, 40 and yeah. 20. Yeah, and lose. Yeah, still lost. Yeah, he lost. I'm oh, still yeah, taking Chris Bosh. I can't put them losses on him. No. Yeah, but he gave you 30 and 30 and you still lost. That's not his fault. Ricky Rubio. Bro, we're having a pick yeah, of it. He got he injured and his career was over. I seen him in a club oh. and ain't seen him since. No. Is they really were they really partners in <laughs> crime though? They were some bullies down though. Uh, he yeah he was a bully but he, he was, wasn't he was doing nothing besides though. bullying people. Go ahead, I'm, I'm about to just look up Kevin Love and I'm about to mm-hmm. go back to see who was old on teams. I'm just curious. I, mean, I know I know Wesley Johnson was the fourth overall. So I'm gonna give each one of y'all a hypothetical team, right? So crunch time, Kobe said, "You're the GM of this team for 24 hours. Man, the first 15 rebounds. The first um." <laughs> Day of free agency, or like just okay, the overall off season, okay. So, Mike, would you rather have the Suns or the Cavs as being the general manager right now? I'll take the Suns. So, Derek, you're gonna have the Cavs. The other team was the Bulls and the Knicks. I just think that we we should get those, okay. So, can I just let me just name some people on this team? Sure, Johnny Flynn. Shout out Johnny Flynn. Yeah, he a hooper. Darko, he was a hooper. Darko Milicic. Washington. Was Kmart on that team? 
Who? Kevin Martin. No, not yet. No. Corey Brewer was on that team, I bet. Corey Brewer. Shout out to Corey Brewer. Anthony Randolph. Sebastian Taylor. I ain't heard of Anthony Randolph name in a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's Mar- a, was he a top 10 pick? Martell Webster. Yeah, Anthony Webster Randolph to the Warriors. Um, Wayne Ellington. Shout out Wayne Ellington. Early, early Wayne, 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 yeah. Rookie Wayne Ellington. Uh, Sandiata Gaines. Y'all remember him? You can tell. No. You can I tell do. Ball dash. Ball, right? Ball, yep. None of those players, are, most of those players, not even in the, not league. the league anymore. How, how, what year is Ma- this? Maurice Ager. This is... 2010, so, Eight years ago. They went 17 and 65. Kurt Ramsey. Yeah, but a lot of those players have been out of the league for a minute. Yeah. I haven't seen Martel Coast Webster of, since he was like probably Coast with the Wiz- Wizards. Yeah. Shout out to Coast Coops. Lazar Hayward. Uh, Michael Beasley. Beasy Beasy. Yeah, not now. He's barely. No, now I don't wait. think. I think the the Clippers released him, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, not, he's, yeah, he's not even a league anymore. Now look, That's crazy. Two, that quick. Now I'm going to go to Chris Bosch. Mm hmm. Remember, 1765. This is 2010, 2011. 2010, 2000. He was already in the heat with them. So we talking prime. Fuck, he was. With yeah. The heat. So he made the he made the playoffs. This is his first year with the Heat. I'll and go to the year before. The year before, I'm pretty sure he was in the playoffs. They were 40 and 42. Jay Triano was. The were coach. they there in the playoffs? Um. Don't, that sounds like a playoff record. Yeah. Forty wins in the East. That sounds like a playoff. Yeah, back game. then, forty because and forty-two. It, was a playoff it usually team. tells no, that's you. St- it still is now. Oh yeah, it usually tells you what the they East. did in the playoffs. Go to year before, because I'm pretty sure the year before is they definitely made the playoffs. Thirty-three and forty. Oh no, hell no! Go back, go back, go back. <laughs> forty-one and forty-one. Okay, so let's say that's the year that they won the playoffs. They, they lost the playoffs. in the first round. One okay, to the right, and then the year before that is when they also made it. And they lost in the first round again to the Nets. And that was the year they were good. Yeah, 47-35. This team had Barniani. This team had the best version but of which, Jose Calderon. Which, yes, that's that's prime Jose Calderon. Which Barniani are we talking about, though? What was he? What was he was in like 15 or something? 2006, 2007. If that, he was a rookie. He was averaging 11. 11, okay. And four. And was shooting a 37% from three still. Before the, the big man was shooting threes. Morris Peterson. P.J. Tucker was on his team. This is before P.J. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, Anthony, that's... Anthony Parker, Chris Humphreys, T.J. Ford. This is a good, this, they were a solid this team. This a better team. Yeah, for sure. This wasn't a great team, mm-hmm. but it was a better team. And then the next year, who did he have? Um, Carlos Delfino when he was hooping, Jason Capono, Jamario Moon. Go to that Jason Capono year. What's so funny about He's on that year. I mean, yeah, like, what what was he? Go to see what he was averaging. You could probably just stroll down and see the the actual team one the averages. Best, one of the best shooters I've, I've watched. He was averaging seven, but he was shooting forty eight percent. Yeah. All right, back back to the question I was asking though. So this man had a year when he shot fifty one percent from three and was averaging three threes a game. You're the Ca- you're the Suns. Mm-hmm. You're the Cavs. You're the Knicks. I'm the Bulls. All right. So boring. So, huh? That's so boring. What is? He should be the Bulls. Hell no, because he don't watch the Bulls every night, so I know what the team needs. I don't watch the Bulls. He don't watch the Suns either. He probably watched the Suns more than he watched the Bulls. No, I do watch the Bulls more, but I'll take the Suns. Okay, I'll take the Suns. So the first thing we got to do is figure out what pick we had, right? I know us three don't watch college hoops, but we can say what position or what we're trying to look at. So I'm looking at the 2019 NBA draft lottery similar. Shout out to Tankathon, right? So I'm going to hit this button. It's going to tell you what pick the Suns have, what pick the Cavs have, all right? Why why are we doing that when we – it's already like that. But this is the odds. That, that's what we should go by. No, I think we should go by a realistic what could happen, though. Okay. Because you just want that first pick. Right. That's what it's about. <laughs> I understand you. And the first pick went to the Wizards, who jumped up by seven. Now, look. 
It's but this could happen. This could dead ass happen. So it's okay that you have the fifth pick. You have the I sixth still pick. I have the highest pick, but you all way at the eighth, which I is don't possible. Think that the Bulls get an eighth but it's po- this is all realistic. This is a real chance that we end what up with the eighth the pick. Cavs the Cavs ended up with seven. The seventh pick. This is all realistic. We can all drive by four, and that's why the new taking system or the new system is what it is. Because the Wizards, who've been okay this season, ended up with the first pick, so now they have Zion. It's realistic, so that's the way we're going. So you're the Suns. Mm-hmm. You have the sixth pick. You don't know much about college ball. And tell me what you're doing as a general manager. You have one minute to tell me the moves you're making as a GM of the Suns with the sixth pick, having Devin Booker, having well, Kelly Oubre is a restricted. Yeah. So you got to tell me what you think you're doing, who mm-hmm. you want to get. One minute. Well, it, it would depend on the board. If I know I have, like, a solidified point guard that can take on that role and doesn't really have to, like, adjust, have that, like, rough adjustment period, and he's already seems like he's NBA ready, I might go that route just because the Suns have a lot of wings. But so those wings, except for maybe, like, Kelly Oubre, TJ Warren is expendable. We can kind of trade him if his value is pretty high as a score. I might look for a two-way wing. Or somebody who could fit alongside Devin Booker, not maybe as like a main score, but somebody who could at least, you know, start the defensive trend for our team. So it sounds like you want to re-sign Kevin, uh, Trevor Ariza like they did this year. I'll take a young. I want to re-sign him, but I'll take a young Trevor Ariza. Is there a young Trevor Ariza? <laughs> oh, you mean in the draft? Yeah, I'm taking, okay. talking about it as a draft. Okay. But okay, let's talk about free agency. Are you going to try to sign uh, a person? Agency? I don't know. It's hard. I mean, I definitely I would try to sign any type of superstar I could get. But it's not like I would definitely look for a point guard in my free agency just because, like I said, point guards have the hardest time adjusting. So if I can get somebody who's already ready and could pair well with Devin Booker and I can find a nice young wing, I think I'm pretty good. Your minute is up. All right. So I'll go second. Um, I had a pick that was I'm eighth pick. So at eighth pick, I'm picking the best player available. Where is it? Point guard, shooting guard, small. I don't care. Give me the best player available, and we'll see what he turns out to be. When free agency hits, we're trying to sign Patrick Beverly or a point guard or or a wing player like Avery Bradley that can bring that grit. Because we saw that potentially Zach Levine could be more of a one guard mm-hmm. as we see in the last month or so. So if we have to get Avery Bradley to run the two, we just want somebody who's defensive minded at that one slash two position. And we re-sign Robin Lopez because he's been looking like Hakeem Olajuwon <laughs> and we also try to pick up Joe Kim Noah that's our offseason oh you forget you, you, really you really want to bring back Joe why not he don't have to play he's be in our locker room nah, he, he can roll up with five ten minutes a game yeah yeah we ain't got to start you know they both old so Pierre you get the fifth overall pick you have one minute to tell me what the Knicks are doing I mean with the fifth overall pick it just depends on who's taking and who's not taking. right um, and it depends on what the market is like for picks. If we can put together some type of package and go get somebody, maybe the Pelicans stand and put. We're not trading him to the Lakers. The Pelicans have the fourth pick in this in this simulation. So we can get them the, the fourth and the fifth pick, and they can give us Anthony Davis, and mm-hmm. we can get them a couple. Then we would try that, obviously. Um, but if we had to keep our pick, looking at this board right here with the fifth pick, it's, it's saying Kobe White is pro- projected to be the fifth pick. I no idea who wrong. that is. Place in North Carolina, but we would look for somebody like I would say Jared Culver out of Texas Tech, maybe Casey Okapala out of Stanford, um, a nice wing to put next to Knox. So now you have Dennis Smith Jr., one of those two wings I just named, maybe even DeAndre Hunter uh, out of Virginia, and then you would have Knox, and then we have Mitchell Robinson. And free agency, we would have to address that four. Um, maybe you give a one year deal to somebody who's out there trying to bet on themselves, um, like a J- 
Mm, you don't Parker, want Jabari no, Parker, but I'm just no. I'm just trying to think of young yeah. fours that are on Ben Mark and Jamar yeah, Parker came up. Bobby Portis is um, another guy that'll be a free agent this offseason. We going there and try to I guess have another tanking season. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the, the 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 opportunity to go get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, so we still, gonna, we still right. always try to try to trace that. Yeah. But I just think that that would have been the easier. Hey, we're just going to try to get Kyrie, Kevin Durant. Yeah, you got. So. We got to think realistic. So I, uh, that's cool. And Derek, you have the seventh overall pick, and you are the Cleveland Which Cavaliers. Is that is so terrible that the Cavs would get the seventh. I know, pick. but it's it can happen. I think they just need to find a good wing that can they can help develop. And Which also is good because right here they say at seven. Keldon Johnson out of Kentucky, who was a wing. So. Also, I think they should look to trade Kevin Love at the trade deadline. Try to see if they can move up, maybe, in the, in draft, the draft. Oh, in the draft. Yeah. Okay. If they can use him to move up. Because who's above them? So the them. teams that are above them, um, the Washington Wizards ended up with the first pick. The Atlanta Hawks, the second pick. The Lakers at the third pick. Ooh, I like it. And like then it. you have the Orlando Magic. I mean, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, and then New York, Phoenix, and announce you. I so. think the Lakers could use like Kevin Love. That'd be funny if they end up back to Kevin Love and Kyrie. But they're not gonna give up a third pick for him. For not for K Love. So you, do you want to get like who? You would just try to trade him. Yeah, you just trade want you just want something. Trade something. Yeah, because you can get a lot of value for him. He's I would still say trade him at the draft. Trade him at the draft. Get yeah. something in the, in the back end. Let's so like. The Charlotte Hornets, if they were like, we're going to keep Kemba, we can bring, you know, K Love or yep. even Orlando. We're going to keep Vucevic, and now we got him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what Aaron Gordon. Minnesota or the Minnesota. Can back. you bring him back to Minnesota? That would be his bad. nightmare to go back out to all the terrible things that happened to him now. So I started saying, I think we should do something like this when the offseason actually come. You know, we break down the 30 teams, you get X teams, I get Y teams, whatever. Um, and last question. It's just something that I don't know if y'all thought about this before, but it comes from his name is just 45. Which city or which team do you think has the highest chance of being relocated to somewhere else? And the first thing that came to mind was the Pelicans, especially after the Anthony Davis trade. They don't come to the arena. And I know Seattle fans will come to the arena regardless. Their heart is in the Saints. Facts. And and LSU right they got LSU yeah, there LSU, too LSU LSU and the Saints the football that's like that's, that's it. a football city it's it not is a basketball city and you know what is a basketball city Seattle Seattle that's that's the only that's the only team because yeah. every other team is really a staple in their city so yep. I don't see that yeah. um, before we wrap up I came up with five keys or five ways to basically how to watch the NCAA tournament for people who are going to watch it because it's so big but aren't usually the basketball college basketball watches mm-hmm. um, and the first one. And I'm hoping this video is out early tomorrow so y'all can watch it before. Uh, Wait, what's, it starts tomorrow? Tomorrow's a selection Sunday, which is the first thing. Oh, the first that's, that's fire. Always, we just came back at a big game. Um, I'll, I'll make sure it's up early before Selection Sunday so, so people can know. So my first key is to watch Selection Sunday. Selection Sunday is exactly what it sounds like. Every team that's going to participate in the tournament is being selected live in real time. Um, so you'll get a chance to see different coaches get interviewed about what seating they have, who they're about to play, who is going to be on the same side of the bracket as them. You get to see the bubble teams. That's the best um, part, seeing people it. celebrate. Yeah, because they don't. Nobody ex- knows that they're going to make it. We're all finding out, and uh, as one nation together, and it's on CBS. Um, and the reason I say watch that is for that experience, but also while the while the the bracket is unraveling, you'll have a panel of experts who've been watching college basketball. For the past, I don't know how many years, they'll get to break down different teams that are going to make it. So, of course, everybody's familiar with the Dukes, the North Carolinas, the highly ranked, touted teams. But then, you know, for the people that's trying to really figure out who's going to have a Cinderella run or what team can yeah, make I an upset, say, I think that's that is a good idea because, like I said, I don't know too much about it. 
But if I watched that and I kind of seen where teams were coming from and I got mm-hmm. some background, it would make me more interested. Like, I, I know that player. Like, he's expected to yeah. bring his team or really right. upset a team. Like, it would give me just that little bit of detail. That that insight, might, yeah, yeah, that you might not know because you're – it. The people that don't watch college basketball, when they do watch, they're going to watch the Dukes. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be watching, you know, um, Hofstra or something like that because, obviously, those teams don't get the, the, the airtime. And another thing to know is that, like, just because a team is ranked or has a lower seeding doesn't mean they're not a good team. A lot of things go into seeding, like strength and schedule, notable wins, notable losses. So if it's a low mid-major team that hasn't had the opportunity to play against high-ranked teams, they'll probably be ranked a little lower, even if they even have if they're a good team. Wins. Right, yeah. even if they're a so, good team. Just like last year, Loyola had a, a very great run, Ooh. but they didn't break a lot of brackets because a lot of people knew that they were a good basketball team. A lot of people didn't have them going as far as they did, but their first few upsets and going to the Sweet 16 wasn't a bracket buster. Are they the in it this year? was Buffalo. They are going to be a bubble team. Because they didn't win the conference Buffalo. I don't know if their conference is, is done or um, if they got knocked out. Okay. But I know if they didn't win it, they're going to be a bubble team. Every conference and right right now is conference tournament time. And basically, if you win your conference, um, you're guaranteed a spot. Right. Um, But Buffalo is going to be a good team again. And Mm -hmm. they beat Arizona. And their jerseys are fire. Um, Yeah. The blue. I like blue is just always nice. That's our pro-am team color. That baby blue jerseys. Them things are fire. My second key is um, identify what draft prospects are on qualified tournament teams. Right. So basically. You know, find you a, a, a big board, and basically, what a big board is, that it gives you all the prospects for the all the projected prospects for the 2019 draft, and you can find out, hey, DeAndre Hunter plays for Virginia; they're going to be a two seed or a one seed. Let me watch him, or you know what I mean? Because everybody by now, you know Zion, you know RJ Barrett; they've been playing on ESPN every week for the past three months. Mm-hmm. But now is the time when you can find out those guys that are being a back half of the draft. And that's what I watch, do. You know, the the, the, the guys that are. Not top five projected. It's gonna be my first time watching Ja in actual, like other than highlights. See, that's, yeah. yeah, see, that's another guy. He plays for Murray State. He hasn't had much TV time. He, he had a good TV time when they were in the conference. Was this comparison Russell Westbrook or somebody like that? He has Russell Westbrook, John Wall. He has a bunch of people because yeah. he's smaller than Russell Westbrook, but he has that all around game, yeah. and he has a little turnover, <laughs> crazy mental mistakes sometimes. Exactly what we need in um, Chicago, baby. So. <laughs> Um, just like Jalen Jalen McDaniel, I'm hoping that San Diego State makes it because I love Jalen McDaniels and they beat Nevada, and I'm hoping they get the automatic bid because I think he's going to be the Kyle Kuzma of this draft. Um, but yeah, get you a big board, identify who's in the tournament, watch them, um, and do that. Third, Google is your friend. That's the third key. Any information that you don't know that you want to know, any team that you're unfamiliar with, Google. Google, Google, Google. I mean, any player, anything, just use Google, please. Because a lot of people, even with the NBA, they ask us questions. And I'd be like, bro, you could have Googled Can that. I use 2K mm-hmm. to do some scouting? You could have. You could have. Can that? I use the My League to do some scouting? What, I guess you mean? could. Like, you know how, you like, know, uh, the, if you load in the draft. Uh, some of them would be a little off. And <laughs> especially on I didn't, bro, I didn't draft. I had some drafts with Zion came in as a 90 with Hall of Fame yeah, bags. Yeah. <laughs> I had, I think. Especially them? on Xbox, like I, I heard y'all have the in. y'all have the worst draft yeah. classes because I like we got YouTube. one that's pretty good. Okay, we got one that's pretty and good. Yeah. So I wouldn't do that, but Google is definitely. I get a lot of questions all the time from people about NBA shit, and I'd be like, "Dog, you could have googled it." Like, yeah, um, Jason Kidd played for the Suns. Was it ninety three? Like, bro, don't ask me. Just Google it because now you got to <laughs> wait five days for me to respond. And I'm all I'm gonna do is Google it. <laughs> so I mean, you might as well Google it. 
Um, the fourth key is just don't overthink or overanalyze it. John Morant might play, and he might in the first game have a bad game, but that doesn't mean he's not a top two prospect. Or you might have a guy like I don't know if y'all remember Archie Hunter. Uh, he played yeah. for Georgia State. Played for his dad. Run. Yeah, he played for his dad. He had a 30-point game. That didn't mean he was going to be a great NBA player, as we see. So you might have guys that pop out and have crazy games. You might have highly tied guys who don't have great games. But don't overanalyze it. Don't overthink. Um, and just have fun with it. I remember Contreras said, I want to say like an episode ago, he just filled out his bracket. Just have fun with it. Don't over. Ah, oh, gotta get a perfect. You're not gonna get a perfect bracket. And don't nah. don't be the dude that uses whiteout on his bracket, bro. If you got it wrong, you got it wrong. Facts. Who's mm-hmm. out here using whiteout on their bracket? We, I'm just we saying, did bro. Thing in the shit where it's like automated, automated. So mm-hmm. we kind of so we you, we don't even. And then the fifth and last thing is to actually watch it. Don't be the dude that's trying to you know watch every game from the last two minutes. You know what I mean? Because you're gonna be watching a game, then another game is gonna start, and then you can see up top. Um, during a tournament, they have the scores of the other games on top. And it's like, oh, shit, Duke is in the last two minutes. Don't be that because that, that don't help you learn shit. That don't help you know shit. You can't tell me you know anything about Zion from just watching the last two minutes of a game. Actually watch and, and, and get a feel for some of these dudes because when it comes draft time, everybody's going to want to have an opinion. Everybody's going to have a say-so about this guy or that guy. And um, a lot of y'all have not been doing y'all justice because a lot of shit that y'all saying to me just don't make sense. Had somebody DM me and say, if we get the number one pick and we're the sun, should we snag Ja or just we get Zion? There is no, <laughs> no debate. Yeah. Zion, Zion is the number, number one pick. One pick. Like, <laughs> if you ever think that you should kind of, you know, it might be this dude, don't. I went out and said, there is, like, nobody else is in the conversation. And people was like, dude, you sleep on RJ. There's no disrespect to RJ, but Zion is the number one. No matter who gets the number one pick, it's going to be Zion. Like, There's no disrespect to nobody right. else, but that's just a fact. No team is even going to have the balls to look in a different that's, direction. Yeah, they, that's ain't getting crucified. Even if, like, it don't matter what happens to Zion, but you just don't want to be the team that pass up on him. I don't care if he end up being injury prone and don't turn out to be shit knock on wood because we don't want that to happen and it won't happen. But I'm just saying, it don't matter what happens after you draft him. You just don't want to be the team that was stupid enough to pass on him. If a GM even proposes that they're yeah, fired. they can fight. <laughs> He's the number one pick just off of that alone. <laughs> yeah, dude had a 13 for 13 game the other night. 13 for 13. 13. <laughs> for 13. Like, uh, 13. I think he had like a double-double. He had a double-double. And he had like, like three steals, and too. And he's like, a two-way player. Yeah. yeah. So uh, enjoy, see you in Chicago, Zion. Enjoy New York. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're right. You're right. Because when we get the number one pick, we trade trading Isaiah Fanthony Davis. And then we want to sign Katie. That, yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's the – if you're not even – if he's not even in your plans for a team – his trade value is out the roof. Yeah. So it would only help your team if you drafted him, even if you plan on just trading him. Because there are teams that are like, I don't know. It's crazy. He's like, you don't want to take because everything could use. Yeah, everything yeah, could use. I was going to say like the Lakers. He's a number one like, pick that can't get too comfortable because he could just be traded. Depending on where he goes. It's only like one team that could do that, and that would be us. We would be the only team because we want Anthony Davis. But I don't see the the, the Wizards getting it and saying, yeah. let's trade him. I don't see the Bulls getting it and saying that. For Anthony, for, for Anthony Davis? That man number one. What? <laughs> Nothing. Thank y'all so much for watching this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for watching this episode of Through the Wire. If you enjoyed what it, it's a little trade. That's why I said because we that's can get Kevin Knox. No, that's it. We ain't got nothing. We'll, we'll well, y'all get, can get Wendell. You want to get Wendell and Zion for Davis? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Because, I mean, I haven't seen much. He only played like 40 games. And then he got injured. So, so now you want to talk shit about him? No, go on. You get a Wendell jersey? I do. Bogus to the mug. But now you don't want to wear it. They don't be with you when you hurt. Right. I was all with you, Pooh, when you was hurt. Trust me. Pooh. Get. 
spell poop. P O O H. He gonna actually spell. <laughs> you don't even know who, why, why is his name Pooh? Who gave him that name? I couldn't tell you. I don't know how you got it. You I just really, know this. You don't really know him, so don't speak on him like you know him. I don't got that dumb tattoo on him. Yeah, that tattoo's trash. When twenty five, no, you wasn't. No, you was not, yes, Derek. Was. No, Derek. No, Wait, you was not. He, he said he been rocking with him since he was at Simeon. No, you wasn't. Yes, I was. Name name one teammate that was on that team with him. I, why do I care? That was a teammates? that was a national ranked team. I know that, it was right. So how could you not know anybody? Else I was supporting team? him. <laughs> Support his team too. Right. But if you if you've been watching him since he was at Simeon, you would know at least one other player that's been on the team because you were watching them, right? And that was a very, very talented national ranked team. Nationally, not just statewide, but nationally. They was playing against Oak Hill and shit on TV. I don't remember his team. You, you, <laughs> you, you support Aaron Fox, right? I support Aaron Fox. Can name, you can name him one teammate? From where? No, just from Sacramento. Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky. Yeah, name one team. Of course I can. Malik Muck, right? I'm not going to, but I can. No, you can't. I'm not satisfying y'all urges. I'm good. Wait, you can't. Trust me. You can't. I know. You can't. I know. Name I've one. been a De'Aaron Fox fan since the beginning of this season. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> at least he keeps it. It's more like the offseason. But yeah, I keep it 100. At least he keep it in a buck. I'm like somebody right here. Yeah. I was a fan of. I believe him. They came from Chicago. I believe him, yeah. Because that's, that's name, a Derek name, thing. Name Derek is a dude that will, him name and his roster. Name me five. Name me five. Yeah, that's five? how I was going to bring it up. I was name like, Derek is Shannon Brown. Dude, like, Shannon Brown. Brown. You was so, not. You when, was it was not that, when it was at Proviso? You was not watching no Shannon Brown at Proviso. Yes, I was. What I was. You might have seen it because we went to that game. game. We had a game, too. No, we had, that's Sterling. We wasn't uh, in. No, we were with Shannon. No, I did. Yeah, I went to Shannon Brown game because Roscoe used to take me to I'm telling you, Roscoe's the guy that would have him at the games. So what college did he go to? What college is Shannon? How can you support him as a high school talented guy and not know what college he went to? That, I, that, yeah, that is facts, though. Huh? I didn't watch him in college. But, but I you, but him you should still Brown. know what college he went yeah, to. Yeah, you should know where he went, though, if I you don't were remember. following him. That was years ago, though. Yeah, it's, this is also, But I'm saying, this is what I mean by that, Derek. If a dude is a highly touted high school guy, the big thing, you're going to, yes, he did go to college. You're going to know what college a highly guy. You know what college Derrick Rose went to. What yeah. college? Why can't I picture Shannon Brown in a college uniform right I, now? I, you should. Just what's the name of it? I'm no, 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 no. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a fan, so I, I won't even I, follow. I, but but should, I should you, know this. Yeah, I should know Name this. Name me another guy. Uh, Jabari. Okay. Derrick Rose. Okafor. What's his first name? Julio. Okay. <laughs> what high school did you go to? He said it was his first name. Whitney Young, right? Oh, yes. Correct. Yep. See? That's three. And you're also three. Okay. You want to hit? No. Oh, Michigan what was the five? Yeah. Michigan Denver, State. Sterling. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Sterling was not, he's not, he was not at the level of those guys. He was like a three-star guy. But he probably was with Sterling because we actually had to watch him play when we played against them. Yeah. So that's he's probably a fan of Sterling like, from that. Him? You know what I'm saying? I Obviously, you won't watch him on TV because they weren't doing shit. But I'm saying... I'm saying he was in the state championship. He said he he said he was a fan of all the highly ranked guys. I'm just saying Sterling Brown but went somewhere, but he wasn't highly know, ranked. We believe it because Roscoe. Roscoe. Roscoe but Roscoe. we also believe it because we played against Sterling Brown. I, I literally. No, I just mean like everything Brown. he's saying right now. I believe because yeah. of Roscoe. Be times where we. Oh uh, no! I, I'm just asking him certain questions. Man, uh, uh, Shannon Brown also went to Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah. You said that? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I saw I, I it though. Oh, okay. But I was like, it clicked. Yeah, like, yeah, I remember that. I can't remember another one. You can't, because you're just naming the guys that's in recent. Jaleel Okafor? Are you serious? Come on now. Jaleel Okafor? Yeah. He was a big, wasn't he a big recruit? Yeah, he was the number I've one never recruit, wasn't he? anything about Jaleel Okafor. I used to watch him. I used to watch his games on TV. What games? What do you mean? The Whitney Young games. Like the Whitney Young Simeon games? Those were always. That, I don't know, but it's just. I trust them. Yeah, like, I, I trust them. Like Derek is a pretty honest dude. Yeah, I trust him. If he has information for certain people and don't have any other information, that's off to me. 
You know, you know shit about Jaleel. You know it, you, but you can't say. Well, it could be recency though, because Shannon Brown what was that two thousand six. I'm talking fuck Shannon. I'm talking about Derrick Rose. That was the big. That was, was two thousand five. He, he was the biggest though. I don't care how old that shit is. He was the biggest. I knew you know John Shires. No, I don't know John Shires either. You don't know who John Shire is. He didn't make it to the league, so I don't know who the hell he is. He did make it to the league. He ain't do shit in the league, so I don't know who he is. <laughs> y'all, right, so doing. y'all NBA fans then. I'm I'm an, I, am an, I am an NBA fan. Okay, I've always NBA expressed fan. that. But Derrick Rose, what do you, what don't I know about him? I don't know I, where I, he got I, his I, nickname I, Pooh from. That was a joke. Oh. That, was, that was a joke. His grandma gave him that, but that was a joke. But was, that's a grandma nickname. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I just wanted to name one teammate. That's all. I couldn't tell you, P.I. I'm sorry. That's cool. I, I'm not saying that I know they whole starting five. I know a teammate. One of the teammates was in the case, the, the little uh, sex case. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. You can't name me anybody else? Did any of them make it bro, to the league? Amon Jumper? You was not watching the fucking Amon I wasn't. Jumper. I wasn't, okay. but I'm just, Exactly. I'm talking about guys that you knew. That, yeah. that was my whole thing about... Because um, I started watching basketball like late, so I wouldn't have known like a lot of the older guys. So you tell me you weren't watching Isaiah Thomas? No. <laughs> I, Isaiah Thomas was the St. Joe's. <laughs> you know that, though. Yeah, you know, See, know what I'm saying? He knows certain shit, but he don't know the other certain shit. That's all. I'm not name, actually the name, but you know who Wayne Blackshear is? No. I remember Wayne Blackshear. Wayne Blackshear. I remember Blackshear. Guys like that, Wayne that's what I was asking. Because he said he was watching his husband, you know, Sterling, that don't count. We fucking played against him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear fucking Sterling. I don't want to hear Shannon Brown because he wasn't watching Shannon Brown. Okay. Jacob Puller. I've heard the name. I've heard that. He, he went to K State. Right, Wait, what's his name? Kansas State. Jacob, Jacob Pullen. Pullen. Yeah. Like pulling, like he pulling up. Yeah. That's a funny name for a hooper. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a good name for a hooper. Did he play with Beasley? Yeah. Okay. See, I know a little bit of stuff, but I'm always I've always been an NBA fan. I don't watch college, I don't watch high school. Hit me up when you make it to the league, fam, for me to care. Unless you're my son, then I'm gonna watch you wherever you no, go. Fuck your son. You just said fuck them. So I, how are you gonna say fuck them and then? Because he's, he got that beach and blood. It's something different about that beach and blood, it's green. Screen. So he's gonna be a YouTuber. <laughs> if he wants to, YouTubers can. <laughs> Your daddy's example, son. John Shire, look up John Shire, y'all. He's a Duke assistant coach right now. He's white. Yes. Hey, y'all want to know how we gonna wrap this up? One of the best white high school basketball players out of Chicago. You see my, you see my screen or my, my screen, right? But they it's can't see it. I know, yes. I know, I know, I know. But remember, he used to, remember he used to do that when it was just audio. It is a picture of Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. They probably can't see it, but I looked at it yesterday and I was like, I need to change it because I'm sick. What you so, say? Uh, we didn't we keep going because this is what the fans we, like. We they didn't like have this, 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 We didn't have a season we wanted to. This was an L season for us. It was a big L. <laughs> he just, he just hit him. Okay, just hit him. so are you changing your background? Is that what we're going to new backgrounds because I need one. Can I show you my background? Go ahead. Influence you? I'm okay. Damn, I'm getting a lot of texts. I can't have it on my phone. I'm not old enough. <laughs> we go. You shouldn't have this on your phone. This this is my current. But then, she, damn. All right, we go. <laughs>